How do you identify? Ladybugs and Italy. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. It's me, Missy. Well, good afternoon, Melissa. <laughs> or whatever time it is that you are listening, we hope it's good. Welcome back, dear listeners, or welcome for the first, very first time. If this is your first time, we're flattered. Have you ever taken someone's virginity? <laughs> Sh- yeah, sure. I was just welcoming all potentially new listeners um, to let them know that you are drinking a cocktail at, I don't know, noonish on a Saturday. And you are living. It's a Saturday. It's time you are for living a cocktail. Why, why, why aren't you having the European life? And you brought it back from Italy <laughs> with you. Dear listener, if you are new, Amy just spent a couple of weeks in Italy uh, walking, eating, seeing. Buying, walking, eating, seeing, buying, and occasionally sleeping. Drinking, 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 drink. It is Italy. Let's have a drink. And that's the song. That's it. That's all you get. That's it. That's the whole song. I like that. That's what happens. Thank you. Worked out for us. Check it out. It worked out. It did. Hey, oh, hey, hey, ho. Hey, oh, hey, ho. What's up, America? What you doing? What you doing, You're out of a, yes. I, while you are sharing pictures of joy and beautiful foods and flowers I was prepping for and now am knee deep in Passover where there is no pasta, no bread, no joy. So really? Oh, I didn't even occur to me. Oh, no. Yeah. For a while, like a solid week. So that's going to be fun. Lots of matzah, matzah, constipation, tuna fish, egg salad, fruit, vegetables, Matzah, constipation. Uh, the highlights are beef. Yes, you can have beef. The highlights are okay. matzah pizza, where you put your sauce and your cheese and you put it in the toaster oven. And if it drips, you ask someone else in the house to clean it. And there's just the toasted cheese on matzah. There's cream cheese on matzah. There's, yeah, no, that's not good. You'll never shit again. There's nothing more constipating than a week of matzah. That's okay. That's great, even. Basically because I took my daughter on a tour of a university yesterday and I needed a bathroom several times. So that kind of sucked a little bit. And I was thinking if this were peak Passover, I wouldn't have that problem. The tour and everything went really well. It was lovely. And uh, bathrooms were clean. And Does anyone ever say no to the question, can I use your bathroom? Yeah, I've gotten a no. It's for employees only. I've gotten that. What do they expect is going to happen next? I'm going to. Sh- How would your employees like to deal with this situation? I'm going to shit my pants right in front of the register and see who cleans Thank it up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But they could have solved it another way, Sharon. They've said could have solved it. They've said no a thousand times. Watching the they, beads of sweat come down my face. You just become you just become bridesmaids and you go shit in the dress in the street. I've said to a woman once, "Can you hire me quickly?" <laughs> and then 
and then I'll quit. Like, could you please give me a break? There's nothing for miles. Could you please give me a job? What do they think you're going to do in there? Well, I think they know what I'm going to do in there and they don't want in on it. Really? I mean, you're not going to make it. You're not going to like paint the room black. I mean, you're just going to go in there and be normal. I, are people so gross? Well, first of all, the answer to that last question is yes, people are that gross. I but I yeah. physically, personally have never had such an experience where I have pollocked a bathroom. <laughs> but I've been in oh. but I've been in bathrooms wow. after that okay. and thought Okay, super gross. What has yeah. happened to this up. person? And Catching did up. they live to tell? Like did they live No, I'm gonna go with no. Yeah. That's a no. Yeah, That's death. a nope. Anyway, That's... dear listeners, I am not gonna start every episode with Welcome shit to your stories. very first episode. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so the three topics I brought today, one is completely you and the other two are things that pushed me to my edge this past couple of weeks and I I'm done like I ladybugs push you to the edge did they they did what and tell me now I don't understand why everybody loves ladybugs they're beautiful no no they travel in swarms and this what you think is okay. an attractive pretty little red thing with dots okay. on it decides to take flight when you least expect it expands to five times its tiny size and then just goes in random. I fucking hate them. And they're everywhere right now. Who hurt you? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Ladybugs are fine. They're just a tiny little tiny indisectus. Indis a tiny little bug is. And they go. That's it. Are you talking they about exist. them outside? Where else are they going to be? All over my house. Why do you invite them inside? I don't. I don't know how they got inside, but they They're don't interlopers. They don't come in one at a time either. Like the the blinds, the have like what do you have in there? Or do you have like big red juicy apples? Like why are you calling them in there with? So that's an excuse to swarm in my house if I have a big red juicy apple. Kind of. Do you not have apples like in your house? Doesn't Richard Cleary? Don't they drive around in those in his big book? You're so cute. So That's cute. what happens, man. They're fucking That's everywhere. The only reason okay. they're not considered an infestation like ants when they come in is because, oh, look how pretty. And then they take flight. Oh, uh, 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 not so pretty anymore. What do they do to you? Do they get in your hair and not come out? Like, really, I'm, I'm seriously curious. What's the matter? That is my biggest fear, that something would get, one of them would get in my hair once in flight. And that's the end of it. This hair... Just is like, well, you live here now. And it's a Venus fucking fly trap. Do you need a certain nutrient to stay alive? Because you ain't going to find it in there. Blondie you're got not. you. You mine now. That's yeah. it. It's the That's worst. It. They're the worst. She's fucking medusa you. You're ready to go in there. You don't have any infest right now? Infestation of any bug? Uh, no, I'm sure we will. Ants love us. Uh, they come in once a year to escape the heat and the rain it's like a little vacation for them and then they come here and die so because we kill them actively do you like put down borax and do like a full-blown well we live in the murder south. homicide we live in the south which means that we have pest control people come to the house every six weeks year round oh every six weeks yeah they just come and they spray the entire outside of the house and then they do all, every corner of the house on the outside and anything that sort of feels like the inside, like the porches, and they go all the way inside the garages and all this other stuff. And they do this always, 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 always. And then in the spring, usually somebody defeats those defenses. Oh, and they drop these little... Pellets. They're like bug trap kind of things, but oh. there's nothing. Ever, there's never anything in them, but they put them in the garage. Then, without fail, 
somebody comes around and goes breach, in, breach. into the pantry. They always go into our pantry and do, um, yeah, it's like a little paste that they stick. They're they're just little little poison bombs that they stick like glue, and uh, the ants come and eat a little bit, and then they leave. And when they leave, they take the little bit that they had, and they say, "Share with me, and we'll all die." Yeah. So it's a mini Jonestown in the in the uh, pantry. It. Happens it. every year, and then we're done. We don't have to worry about any of the rest of it. We don't have, thank God, no termites or any of this other business. But termites were big in in. Uh, I mean, they like the soil. They like it's the south. The, bu- the bugs are like as big as your fist. Nothing ever gets cold enough to kill them here. So they just live all the time. That's wrong. Ladybugs are the least of our worries. In South Carolina, they got cockroaches that fly at your fucking head. I can't with that. Yeah, and that's they call them uh, palmetto bugs. Yes, 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 yes. Florida yeah, because too. yes, because you can't be and rich geckos. and have cockroaches. So you got to pretend it's something else. You just lie. You just palmetto. lie. Yeah, Palm- it's a palmetto bug. I'm like, that's a fucking flying roach, and you're gross. It's nasty. My parents had geckos in their house. Little baby Jeez. geckos. Lord. And I'm like, what's mm-hmm. next? Scorpions? Get out. I'm a human. <laughs> I bought this. You don't live here. Go to another planet. They need Swimming. a cat is what they need. Gross. I just walked past a cat cafe, and I am amazed that how of all the things that had to go under during COVID, how does the fucking cat cafe stay alive? <laughs> There's all these lazy, fucking overprivileged cats just in the window sleeping. I don't understand it. The place is closed, and they're just like, a cat cafe is a place for weird adults to wander in off the street and spend time playing with, effectively, a bunch of strays that are fed and somehow taken care of. I don't get the business model. Are they also adopting them out? I think so, but who wants a cat anyway? I don't get any of Wow, this. and there go 53% of our listeners. Nobody Bye-bye. wants a cat. Nobody wants a cat. Nobody wants, they can't give them away fast enough. They don't need a cat cafe. Have you ever paid for a cat? No, I've always gotten a cat, but I don't mind cats. I think cats, well, some cats, I don't mind. They're, you should mind all cats. Cats are here to kill you. I think it's interesting that the highest compliment that you can pay a cat is that he's like a dog. Oh, get okay. a dog. Like, that's, <laughs> what's and your problem? And over to my team. I, I've, I've, here's, here's what can be said of cats. I can still appreciate you as a person if you love a cat. That's it. That's the highest form of a compliment I can give any cat. I can still accept and appreciate, you know, like you see a piece of art or a piece of music and you're like, it's, it's not for me, but I can accept I get that it exists. I see what you're trying to do here. That's how I feel about people who have cats. That's it. Why do you want it? Why do you want they kill little children? They come straight from hell. They're what awful. What are you talking they about? They walk in their own poop and then stick it on your face. Okay, They're well, terrible. that, that I, I also have dogs who would like to stick their poop hands in my face and and eat my dead toenails. But here's here's the difference. What? What? Cats. Ho, 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 Some Cats slipped past me. Spontaneously. Eat my dead toenails? A few weeks ago, I lost a toenail and somebody on oh our Facebook page God. in our special group of special people said, which one of your dogs ate it? <laughs> oh, my God. The answer was none of them. My dogs are not interested in sick things like. I think they are. They might be. But 
Cats glad- are awful and here to kill They you. are not awful. They are delightful. I don't like how they spontaneously jump on a countertop where you are preparing food after having just shadoobied and kicked With back With their claws some- and teeth out and twist their head 365 degrees around. Oh my God, no. Cats are delightful. And their eyeballs pop they- out of their heads and then they land on your jugular vein and kill you. And then very quietly flick their tail. Because they've just killed you. None of those things happen. Are they sadistic? Yes, many of them are. Yes, Yes, many of them are. But I have to say, I have met some very cool cats before. And I don't know. I don't know. All right. Mm -mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. You don't have to like cats, but cat people are fine. How many do you have is the question, says the woman with three dogs. How many do you have on the cat front? Wow. Okay. I'm judging? No. I cannot judge anybody and their their love of, of pets. But here's what you are I'm opening the door for you to judge right now there is a student within our school district got it got it I'm, I'm clocking you yeah who identifies as a mm-hmm. cat <laughs> really now I am okay. the first to, su- to completely support your identifying as whatever the fuck you want to your business but when you bring it to school and insist that they keep a kitty litter in the bathroom for you because you identify as a cat. It is hard enough as a teacher to teach, learn, focus, a thousand IEPs, 504. Like there are a million different ways that we have to do. I have to deal with what now? What are you saying now? You identify as a cat and insist nobody on using actually, a litter. Nobody actually got a litter. Nobody, no government sponsored <laughs> individualized education plan includes a box of fucking litter for this human child. No one did this. So I have, I don't know if it's in her IEP that it says that this is how she is to, I I can't imagine that that's a legal, because an IEP is a legal document, an individualized education plan for those smart enough not to know um, or need to know that it is a plan. It's a legal document that both, uh, the school and the parents and the student all need to live up to or it is literally against the law and you could be sued for infringing upon the least restrictive environment for this student to learn. Do you to mean to tell me? in a box, yeah. Do you mean to tell me if my kid can't shit in a box, their learning is being hindered? So that's why I don't think, I can't imagine that it's in an IEP or anybody did that with a straight face, but there's a litter box in a bathroom in our school district because this human identifies as a cat. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. Okay, that's stupid. That's just beyond stupidity. It, it, this is this is something that in the, in the teenage years falls into the category of trying to have attention shed on this person for some reason right let's investigate that let's let's talk in circles with what is it that you really need what are you trying to accomplish all of these things right or this falls into the category of as an adult if you want to be a cat if you have decided that you are a spider if you have decided whatever the hell you are go fucking live your life and have fun but when you're a teen that's danger zone because you're not moving in a way that suggests you have all of your faculties together to make this choice or understand to what it help. means right yeah. or understand you need, you what need it some means help. 
Right. So, And this is not Lars and the real girl. We should not all play along the kitty litter game while you get to go through high school and everyone just pretend that this psychosis is not an issue. It's an issue. It's an issue to be addressed. So let's it's, not, not see the issue. Yeah, I'm not saying let's go ahead and shame this person. Let's let's mock this. But no, none of that kind of stuff. But I don't think that you participate in it. Well, I what do you think if, happens to this human when they're in school and send their I like, think the reality is the, the bathroom is here. And if you know, if you identify as a cat, this cat is going to identify as a cat a who is a human cat. human toilet. Yeah. So go ahead. So that's very different than saying we're going to bring catnip to school. I mean, stop it. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> you look a little tired. I've got some catnip. Could I entice you to? It's crazy. It is crazy. crazy. And I only heard this because my daughter was talking to a friend of hers that she had had over the house. And I said, as I'm passing through the room, come again? What, what, what's happening right now at this school? What is happening in your district? Yeah. But let's definitely not let anybody under the third grade talk about sexuality or <laughs> identifying as anything. But let's definitely get that kitty litter box oh, right in that God girl's bathroom. Almighty, so yeah, it's ridiculous. fucked up. The world is is crazy. Um, and I say that as somebody <laughs> who hasn't left the country in like 10 years, eight years seven years uh but i know somebody who has just left the country and <laughs> she will have a better take on That's whether me. or not the world is crazy or just the u.s of fucking a is crazy yes 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 well it's difficult to me for me to speak as an authority on the global state of craziness what are you talking I'll about try. i know this with no information whatsoever is literally on your not, business card i was not on a mission of evaluating the crazy worldwide I was on a mission of escape the crazy and relax the crazy and looky looky crazy and all the just being in the moment and having fun and being in a place that I've long wanted to go and have never chosen to go. So it was nuts. There were a lot of of firsts. Calling you home. It was the mothership calling me home. And I did feel very much at home. It, It felt more at home there than it does here in many, many ways. So... It didn't hurt that this was a ridiculously posh and luxurious way to experience this, these particular places. We opted. I traveled with uh, three other, my husband and I traveled with three other friends, and it was our intention to have this be a kind of a lavish, let's spoil ourselves sort of a trip. We, you know, some of the activities while we were there, in addition to sightseeing, one of our group decided to buy some golden goose shoes. Another decided to buy a Gucci person wallet. So, I mean, we were in all the stores. Just what, you know, we bought cashmere scarves. You just walk in the store. And I thought it would be like walking into Gucci in New York or in Los Angeles, where you sort of don't get to walk into Gucci in New York or Los Angeles because they look at you like, don't touch that door handle. It's just been polished. Get out. Not so. The Gucci in Rome, they were, you know, come in. How are you? Hello. Would you like something to drink? You know, just off the effing street. We don't look like we're anything. We weren't walking around in Gucci. We're walking around in exercise clothes and the traveler's backpack. Like, this was very clearly, we are just looking around. And they treated us like royalty before anybody bothered to say, oh, and P.S., we'll be getting a bag with a comma in it. Like, they just, it was uncanny. And that was the experience everywhere. The friendliness, the welcome, the open arms, open attitude, nothing 
it no, nobody was looking down at it was uncanny so the opposite of uncanny. france is it the opposite of france <laughs> i guess so <laughs> even though if we were french they would have kicked us out and not let us in it was hilarious they hate the french so much i love that about them so yeah so we were not the ones to be hated which is weird being an american you're usually the ones who are hated yes so anyway, even by I, other americans yeah i felt a little bit as if it's like you know, if we if we felt like hating somebody, I mean, we would hate you. But right now, I don't want to hate anybody. Like, it was just, I'm too, too relaxed to, to summon my hate for you. So come and have a drink. Like, it was just very nice in that way. Very, very, I love very that. nice. It's very nice. It's nice. It's good. It's very good. Job. So did you get a pair of Golden Goose shoes? I did not, though I was so browbeaten into it. They yeah. held the store open an extra 20 minutes, and I had to physically extricate myself from it because my all four of them ganged up on me. They demanded that I try them on, didn't want to try them on. I mean, they held the store afterward, demanded that I try them on, try on a different pair. If you don't like these, try this other. Like, they were hell-bent on me getting these stupid fucking shoes. And I just had to keep saying... I'm not sure why you don't understand me when I tell you I truly don't want them until I finally got around to the place. And the two women who were there were like, we will pleasantly stay here, but even though we are really ready to fucking go home. <laughs> they were just there the whole time. Right. So um, and they had already they sold each of them a pair of shoes. So, I mean, they were they were doing OK, but I don't know how that works, if they care about selling the shoes or not. In any event, they finally listened to me when I looked dead in the face and said, OK, I ask you when. Have I ever wanted to do something that I did not do? When? When did that day come? And they're like, yeah, okay, that checks out. And I'm like, I'm telling you, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. If I wanted to do this, because they were saying, don't worry about the price. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. It was all about everybody sort of got hung up on this idea that I wanted this thing but was blocking it for some reason. And instead, it, I really helped them understand. I That may have been the case up until now but the truth is I don't want this thing so out we go like were I'm they good. comfortable not for me not okay. for me they just didn't have I they're just not for me and it's the kind of thing where I'm not invested enough in the look of them I'm sure there's a pair that makes me you know feel like two billion dollars in the pink market smell like applesauce something yeah, the right pink ones. but yeah they didn't have the pink ones right oh. so it was like yeah so they I was in this puffy pair of old fucking puma looking high tops with a belt around the top it was like no, no thank you i don't need fat girl 1980 shoes i don't that's what they look like they were very different they were not the golden geeses that you would think is okay so I, anyway so we left there okay so the reason i tell you that whole story is after we got back long long after you know all the way come home right i had something i had to drop off at, at the friend's house who was traveling with and she said oh good because i actually have a pair of shoes for you and i shit my pants I just did the same. So I drove arguably faster than is legally allowable from where I was five minutes away from her house, which is the only reason I even called her out of the blue and said, look, I got this thing. I'm gonna drop it off. She's like, good. I have a pair of shoes for you and little clappy hands. So I sped over to the house the whole time going, please, sweet Jesus, please, please, sweet Jesus, please, please don't have this be this thing. Please don't let them have thought, ha ha, we really showed her. We got her those great shoes that she really wanted. Because I'm like, I don't, there's nothing worse than the feeling I had standing in those shoes that made me feel ugly and fat. 
they were not a good pair on me. Okay. The pair, the one pair I tried on. And I got over to her house, and thank God, it was just my kids' shoes that he had left at her fucking house. So I'm like, okay, thank God. Oh, I'm a shoe. I know. And I was like, why would I think that they bought me fucking shoes? But anyway, shoe. But that's, because those are the kind of people so with whom much. we travel and with whom we've yes. stayed friends for so long. Of course, if that's something that you didn't make clear, so I yes. don't want this. That's absolutely this. what they I would do. Yeah. This. I didn't want this. But, and that's not to say that I don't love and very excited for the shoes on you that look great on you. It's a very different thing. Things look good well, on me you're that very don't look different. good on you. You're a very yeah. different person than the people who, who bought them. What did you buy while you were in Italy that came home with you? Very little. I bought food. I bought four cases of wine. I bought a case of spirits. I had the, they just ship it to the mm-hmm. house. And, uh, you know, a souvenir for each of our kids. And that's it. Some food. That's it. I bought nothing. No blown glass or... Nothing, nothing, nothing. We... Uh, it was all high-end luxury shopping, which I enjoyed. I took pictures of the inside of the store. Yeah. You know? I just... I didn't know. And there was... Everyone was surprised that everyone was so kind to me. And it was crystal clear that I was not doing anything. If anything, I was the uh, influencer because... The friends would be trying on the bag, and I would just sit on the sofa there or sit on the chairs and say, I like that other one. I think you should get it, like all this kind of stuff. And so I was being very supportive, which are all true statements. So we didn't really go. I didn't really go in every shop, a shop, a shop. We did a lot of drinking. We did a lot of art, 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 walk around at this beautiful place. Do you have this very fancy watch? Do you have this very particular bag that I like? Oh, it's time for another meal. It's time for another guided tour of. Like it was not... I would have never stepped, here's the thing, I would have never stepped into a store at all. So the fact that I did go into all those high-end stores and look around and feel okay doing it, that was kind of fun. And I, it was a unique experience outside of the United States. Because to walk into any of those stores here, it's almost like their brand objective is to make you feel like you don't belong. Or deserve. Even when you can afford it. It's almost like they perceive part of the experience is to be snotty to you and I don't want that so yeah, they don't anyway. do that to me at Target <laughs> nobody ever judges me at Target at least not that works there so I didn't so I didn't buy anything I was hoping to buy some art didn't really have the opportunity we ended up in a boutique on sort of the last day and it wasn't really the moment they had lots of stuff and I would have actually picked it up for me, it was really also about how am I going to get it home and all the rest of this. And I didn't go. We talked about trying to get some leather items. For the most part, we would just deal with a street vendor or go into a leather goods store. But even even the guides were telling us, unless you go to one of these two places, you can't really. It's not the kind of Italian leather that you think you're getting. Buy what you like, but don't act. Don't go into it expecting this is a high quality Italian leather bag because, not unlike anywhere else in Italy. If any single individual component is made in Italy, the whole thing can be stamped made in Italy. Oh, so really? It, really. So unless you're going to... The rivets she, only. In, she said, unless you're going to the School of Italian Leather and some other place that I didn't write down, there was like, whatever. So I didn't worry about it too much. But um, yeah, I got some I got some wallets from a street vendor and they, they fit the part and they were purchased in Fidanza and then they're home. Done. Got a scarf you know, for this one and that one. And I went into a real scarf store and got a real scarf for myself. So, but other than that, and really I wouldn't have done it. I did it because that was the other ladies were on a scarf mission. I would have skipped that entirely, but I, I did it. So, and I feel like that was a splurge. I would have never bought it. 
I did like it. I wanted to have a scarf. It wasn't the ideal one, but it was it was nice. So I thought, all right, come home with me. You will. You've done. Look, I want to tell you one story from Italy. There's too many to tell, but this one I think you will love as much as it now. It's in my heart forever. So we landed and we were in Rome a couple days. Then we left and went to Florence for the bulk of the trip. This was really only a trip to Florence. When we got there, we arrived at the hotel a little bit off timing of when we were expected to get as something happened. So checking in, my husband and I happened to be the last of our party to be checking in. So everybody else had already checked in. By the time they got around to us, um, you know, I was the last one. You show all your documents and you sort of do it one at a time. So they were off in the corner plotting what are we going to do and I'm still standing at the desk. And the woman is going through and she's, you know, making copies of this and this and this and she comes back to the desk and I'm there by myself and she says, okay, okay. And everybody wants to talk about my name and because, you know, it's, it's funny to see that name in Italy, right? So, okay, so we're walking and I'm standing there at the desk and she comes back with my papers in her hand and puts the papers down on the counter holds up her two fists and says, and now we fight. And I said, we do? We do? She said, and now we fight. Is there a famous Fugazi fighter that I don't know I about? I just thought, what the fuck? So, yeah, and then she says, the room is not ready. So then she went into this whole big, long rigmarole about how they needed just a little bit more to clean it. But and, I, and she was like, is is there a way that you can go upstairs and have a cocktail? And I'm like, hi, I don't think we've met. So, you know, yeah, hilarious. I'm completely cocktail and now, driven. And now we fight. And so it's surprised. <laughs> I think that she really put way. her hands up to she fight. She really you? put her dukes up and looked at me and said, I know we fight. And this was and then and when I said to her, we don't, we don't have to fight. This is fine. I'll drink a cocktail. And she's I like, I wait. love. And then she started to say, I love you. I love you. Over and over again. I love you. I love you. And now we fight. I love you. I love you. I love you. It's the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. I don't even get it. I don't know you do, what it means. Because she's like, oh, God, an American is here and her room's not ready. I've seen all the Karens on TikTok. I know it's about she to come. She was literally floored at how unconcerned and peaceful and frankly giddy we were to go to their rooftop bar and have Negronis for the afternoon. Because what, what would I rather do? Sit alone in my room like a saddo? This was fantastic news for us. Hilarious, though. And now we fight. So that has not only, so that goes with everything we say now is a now, and then you insert, and now we do laundry. So it's like everything oh. goes with a now. I love and now that. More so, I love the, and now we fight. And now we fight. So I, I'm, I'm not even sure what she was trying to substitute there, like, I have some bad news for you. Like, is that the phrase that was eluding her? No, because she put her dukes up to fight you. Know, she knew exactly what she was saying. We're fired. Yeah, she, you know, pumping them in front like, here we go, baby. It was very, I very love fun. that. I love that. Yes. I love that. Dear listener, put that in your every day. <laughs> if you can't find a moment to say, and now we fight. Then throw in, and now we fold we the laundry. Fight. And now we fold the laundry. Yes. Oh, my God. It was so funny. And the other thing is, all the women were named Irene. You know how, you know the name Irene yes. in America? We had three on our trip who were named Irene. And we only know this because I misheard our guide, and I thought her name was Sarah. So help me out. It's, it's very busy. So... <laughs> So I called her, I was calling her Sarah for like two hours. And then I heard somebody say something for whatever. And I looked at her and I said, excuse me, is, do I have your name wrong? Is it not Sarah? And she says, it ain't. And I said, 
what? And then we learned her name is Irene. And I thought she had said Sarah for some reason. So Irene. And she kept saying Irene. it over and over and over and over until somebody goes, Irene. And I was like, oh, and then we figured it out. And then later in our, we had three Irene and then we had two Greta. What? Why? Those Where's are not the popular names here. No, so. Greta. A lot of Greta's, a lot of Irene's. You pu- what you're saying is you pulled a stew for two hours and you called oh somebody God. the wrong name. Oh, no, my favorite. The only reason we knew it is because my husband at one point looked at her and said, Courtney. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> no, that's right. I forgot. He, at one point he called, asked her a question, Courtney, and she looked at him and then she answered the question. And so later I pulled her aside and I said, I'm sorry, what? What the hell is your name? Because I was like thinking. I called you Sarah. I, he called have you Courtney. Have I been calling you Sarah and your name is Courtney? Or did he like who the. Neither one. Like, You're both fucking like, crazy. She's Americans. like, yeah, my name's Julie. Like I was just <laughs> waiting for the whole fucking. Irena. Chimney. Chris. Irena. Irena. So it's hilarious. 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 Very fun. So is that sort of a thing? We kept meeting people and we would have these. Well, because we would spend many hours with them drinking. That's the other thing. Everyone that we worked with, we would drink with. So we would hire a guide. Right. We didn't have Annie and Tom, right? So we had to go through the Coliseum and get some knowledge. So right. we bought that knowledge. We bought a person to come and walk with us. And she showed us all about it and the Roman Forum and all the places, Pantheon, all the places, right? And then immediately, it's like, and now we drink. So then we, the, everything is always ends with, let me take you to the bar. Let me take you to the place. Let right. Me take you if to it the were gelato. Disney, you would end in the store, yes, in that yes, whatever product yes. store. But because it's Italy, you end with food and a drink. Elisabetta took us to her favorite wine store. And as we now know, you sort of know, but you don't really know until you experience it. In Italy, you never drink without something to eat. In, I think, well, Spanish culture, this is tapas. Yeah, you always get a cocktail and a little bit of food comes with it. Well, in Italy, it's the same idea, but the little bit of food that comes with it is what we would normally attribute to the main course of a meal. So with oh, every wow. cocktail, the charcuterie boards, the craziness, we are in a wine store, Go not ahead. a bar, not a bar, a place with bottled wine made somewhere else to be sold, a wine store. And the food they served us in there was better than most restaurants. They had their own meat slicer Shut up. in the wine store. He sliced the meat from a from a chub of whatever the actual uh, brajol. He picked up a piece of meat and sliced it fresh to give us with our glass of wine. Does that sound like a wine store to you? Why did we leave? That's the only well, question. That's what I was, was going to ask you. So when you... Checked in there. Did he want to fight? And now I bought. I bought three cases of wine. But I'm just trying to say. It's what was the good. wine you bought? We we actually I bought spirits from there. Um, we did a wine tasting there. It was spectacular. We went through the hills of Tuscany and went to two different wineries. And it was one of the winery tours was fantastic. And the other one, by contrast, really felt like oh. This is what everyone else does. The first one was totally private. Like they don't, we were the only ones there in the whole castle. It was a very strange kind of a thing. And then the other one was helicopters were coming in and out. They had peacocks. Like it was, this was, this was Myrtle Beach compared to, yeah. So, but they still put you in the kind of a special basement and crazy. I've got pictures. It was fantastic. So I just bought the wines that they had. They had, they make wine there that they only make there and can only really sell there. They don't distribute it anywhere else. So that's specifically what we bought. It's different than uh, there's 
wines that you've heard of, Chianti, this, that, the other, those are the ones that are widely distributed. And then they have something called a Super Tuscan, which is basically their local version of what they make, but they can't distribute it in the same way legally. Haha, <laughs> who cares? I put it in a crate and it came to my house. Ciao. So you come here, you drink it. I want to know why we're not at your beach house looking at pictures from my Italy trip, you beachy, beachy, beachy springer. When do you go to the beach house? Are you there now? Uh, no, I am not there now. You know where I am now. Uh, well, it is a holiday today. I am going this evening to have second Seder uh, with family, Stuart's family, my family. And that took a long walk. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Don't you find it's better when you're traveling to Europe to tell people you're Canadian? Usually they assume it. My accent is so thick and heavy. Whenever I speak French, everybody thinks I'm Canadian. So, or in this case, just an idiot when I try to speak Italian, which I do poorly. All you have to learn to do is say a boot and sorry. And what I end up doing is I end up, I'm not attempting to do it. I just naturally do it. I mimic the guides speaking English. So I end up sounding like I'm speaking English with an Italian accent. You're just trying to be polite. And it comes out. It just sticks into your ear. And so it just comes out. And that's so who knows. But anyway, I was told I have an Italian face. Oh, I forgot to tell you my other favorite thing. So uh, we were talking about surnames and name of the cousin and this whole thing. And you write it on the my husband's name is different than my name and blah, blah, blah. And they went, oh, it's Italian. Blah, 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 blah. So they all start talking. And I'm like, yeah, I don't you. You lost me at, at three after words the in. word Italian. Right, right, right. <laughs> Come to find out my name in the extended family name means like a little bit. Give you a suggestion. And I was like, really? That's what it means. I'm like. You're making a big face. That's kind of perfect for me. That is perfect for you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that checks out. That checks out. Wow. She's like, yeah, okay, you have Italian face. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, all right. Thank you, Matteo, Antonella. I'll have another. Whatever your name is. I'm going to call you Irene. Irene. Scusi, scusi, Irene. Yeah, it's very fun. It was super fun. Here's my other thing that was shocking last thing. Fully 50%. Fully, fully. Fully, 50% of the food that we ate was not as good as what I make at home. 50%. Yeah, that's the other thing. You almost have to, I don't want to say trip advisor it. Like you want to do it in a way where it's mom and pop and not big restaurants. And I did see a picture of you at a very big restaurant breathing dragon's breath. Well, we went to a Michelin three-star restaurant and that was the best meal of my life. And that's not anything I could do at home. But I'm here to tell you this. Here's what I mean. Here's what I mean. We went a couple days Rome the whole time in Florence. And I don't feel like either one of those are food cities. I feel like I don't know anything, but I feel like Rome is a history city. I feel like Florence is an art and a living city. Like it's about the wine. It's about the light. My God, the light. It's all of that stuff, right? It's about wine and art and just being in the moment. All this other stuff. I feel like the actual food, if you want pizza, you maybe go to Naples, right? You go to Foggia. And Lemoncello. Go to right? Naples. Yes. Either oh, way, go the to Lemoncello. Naples. And of course, they sent us a bottle home for that because from the restaurant. Oh, it's so crazy. Yeah. Or if you, if, you want, if you want fantastic cheese and meat, you're going to go to Parma, right? So I just, I feel like the next trip is a, is a food-centric trip. And in those beautiful places, they're not going to have these majestic, historic ruins to wander i mean every place has the thing that it's known for and on the flip of that 
it just sort of reinforced, I like it to cook, you know, and I can do it pretty well. So I took it more as a compliment of what we try to do in our house and what's important to us and emphasis on food and all these kinds of things, as opposed to any shortcoming of the trip or the people. Absolutely none of that. We went to the big Jewish center there and had um, the Jewish style artichokes. It was artichoke season. So it was spectacular to do that. Like it was just, it was all, it was crazy, crazy. Anyway. Is that when you take the leaf and just scrape it on your teeth and eat it that That way? That is the Roman way. That is the way that I'm known for having it. My grandmother make it. I'm not really an artichoke fan. In the, they call it the, they literally call it there the Jewish ghetto. In the Jewish ghetto there, the Jewish way of preparing the artichoke is to snip all of the leaves and then sort of press the artichoke down and deep fry it face down so that it looks like a flower. It expands out. Think blooming onion. It expands out into a beautiful, yeah, and then they fall off. But you eat it whole. You don't scrape it against your teeth. Each, it's, it's almost like, each individual leaf yeah. of the artichoke acts like a chip. It's been deep fried, right? You're telling me the Jews fried something in oil? <laughs> Gee, I, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was good. We ate it. We were glad to Although eat. this holiday for us is not one where you deep fry anything. It's one where if you have to have it rise, you're fucked. You can't have it. So you have to pretend like you're running through a desert from an army behind you they and like they what can i eat us her raw set on the plane did they oh, really now yeah, i thought of you was it delicious sure. or was it, it was gross? delicious okay. no it was super it was super delicious i'm it torn because was... harosa is delicious but plain food is awful so the combination of the two it could have gone either way they had well i'll just say this and it might suit for the whole rest of it we were presented with both a menu a folded menu with multiple pages and a wine list on our plane ride <laughs> from which to choose <laughs> i told you it was super luxe it was super it was crazy i took pictures of all of it so yeah so they did you scope out a vacation home for next summer so we can we did they have they have vrbo something well they call them something mobile clo- i was calling it a home closet so in each of these places right there was like a pop-up alcove, and it was called a, a mobile blah, 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 something that I forget the name of. I took a picture of it. Inside were images with descriptions of all these houses that you could buy, and it was just sort of this 24-hour unstaffed closet that you could walk into, get information, and, like, buy a house. So, And they weren't that bad. So we took a lot of information, and that's that. Ha-ha. You that's just that. let me know when we are going Hey-o. To live that's our right. under the Tuscan sun life. Bingo. And bingo. That's summer. a bingo. That's a bingo. That's a bingo. And now we drink. <laughs> as our as our driver through the several Tuscan wineries said to us, Claudio, he goes, Mega me proud. Every time we would get out of the car. <laughs> Every time we would fall into the okay. car, we made okay. him proud. Okay, mega me proud. Yeah. So there we go. He said, No problem, Claudio. Yeah, it's very funny. Okay. That's it. Enough of me. Enough of you. I could never get enough of you. Mm. What are you drinking now? This is a little tiny, tiny little cocktail. So this is um, it's a little bit of uh, sparkling wine. And I put in a little slice of pear and a slice of lime because I had them out and available. It's delicious. I had, earlier today I had some Tironi. Mm. Amaretti cookie. All good. Those are my favorite. Keep talking about cookies, which is the main staple in my diet that I can't have for eight days. Oh, no. 
You're kidding. I finally got the Pepperidge Farm Captiva cookies back in my supermarket. They delivered three packs of them, and I just get to look at them for the next week. What even is that? It sounds like a digestive cookie. A Captiva? What am I thinking of? What's that poop shot that you drink made of yogurt? What's that called? Activia. That's the one. Yeah. Okay. These are different. Yeah. Captiva is actually an island off of Florida where we sure. used to live. We were supposed to. We we're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've even taken you there and gotten pulled over by a police officer while usually Stuart was driving, and we we're yes. like, uh, "This is it, man. This is us." We didn't really drink. We're just annoying. <laughs> you mentioned, speaking of annoying, and Stuart, all in the same <gasps> breath. Yeah. At the hotel. Total, yeah. Before you get to leave, you have to get a negative COVID test. Yeah, before you leave the country. I took a fucking picture of, they sent a doctor. Really? So all she does is, co- yeah, so all she does, and her name, <laughs> Irena. Yeah, so <laughs> the, all she does is fucking COVID tests, pay her cash, I mean euro, but you fucking pay her, right? She walks in in green velvet pants and a briefcase with the COVID tests in it. It's a fucking Louis Vuitton briefcase. <laughs> when in Rome. I'm like, I'm like, of course you are. When of course you do. Of fucking course you do. Of fucking course you do. Can you imagine? Oh, the place. So Stuart always jokes that I say, you know, in retirement, comma, all my sentences start with in retirement, you can and I have work for him to do. He loves real estate. He's got a brain for numbers and financing. And I'm like, you should just pass those real estate tests. And all you'd have to do is like sell one or two houses a year. And we could live off of He's like, hey, 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 slow down. How come in retirement, I'm always have, working? Right. And I have to get certified in yet another fucking batch of letters. Well, you know the answer to that is because you're fucking annoying and you can't sit still. That's the yeah, reason for he, that. He needs he needs a task. He needs he, really it to, he needs activity. But he could do, he could be the European COVID test doctor. And we that's what I'm saying. You just came up with another keep doing this. And you don't need another certification. Any fucking moron could swipe a a nose. And you're a doctor. So what you're, you're already overqualified for this gig. Perfect. Sticking a stick up everybody's nose. Anybody can do it. I love it. That's right. If you have to touch the phlegm, shouldn't it be VIP? Shouldn't you be getting a paid a premium for this? VIP phlegm. I mean, that is, Perfect. sorry, we call it phlegm, but there's nothing VIP better. VIP phlegm. Yeah, it's even better <laughs> with an Italian accent. I absolutely love it. And now we swab. Yes, you have to do it. It's perfect. Fantastic. Um, to prepare for tonight's holy day. It started out that we were going to host this. And I threw up in my mouth because, A, I, I don't want people in my house because I... You told me previously that you were hosting. And since you told me just recently that you're going out for this tonight, yeah. I presumed you had already done the hosting and we're going to tell me about it. Or maybe the hosting was coming up. You somehow skirted I did. Skirt, pop- skirt. <gasps> I did. Skirt, skirt. Oh, And now we go to someone else's and house. And now we leave. <laughs> yeah, Fantastic. Good for you. It, I don't know how I did it. I, I honestly don't. But I got <laughs> out of it. My sister-in-law is making a turkey. I made a brisket that truly made my mouth water. Like, I can't eat this now? What What's happening? So hopefully my husband is preheating an oven as we speak to put it in there. How does that work? Do you 
do you let them know that you have a brisket and offer to bring it? Or is it like their menu, their business, you stay out, the brisket stays home? Like, what do you do with this brisket now? No, I'm bringing it to dinner tonight. She okay. made a turkey okay. also, so there'll be plenty of meat for plenty of people. And I don't, the first of all, when they gave it to me, I didn't go to the supermarket. I went to a butcher, old world style. I figure my friends in Italy, it's time to go to a butcher, girl. Butch I up. love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> and now we eat And now brisket. we eat. Uh, yes. So I walk in there and I needed two because I was hosting. And now I have one in my freezer so I can redo this. But fantastic it's enormous it doesn't come with a label because it doesn't it comes wrapped it comes in, wrapped in paper well yes and ew yes i as i get there they're hosing off the floor and blood is flying into a drain on the floor we went into a market yeah in florence and they were selling horse meat that's very disturbing what's horse it called meat. the equine ma- market and it was just a regular market. They had every possible thing in there, including lots of octopus, which made me very sad. So, yeah, yeah and that's just that's what they eat there. And it's a delicacy. I ate pigeon, all of it. Back to you and hosing off the floor of the butchery where you went to get the biscuit. Understanding that they are as smart as a seven year old is very disturbing. But it's the same thing with pigs. Pigs are wicked smart. Smarter than the fifth graders that my daughter tutors at the elementary school. So how do you rationalize a pig over octopus? Like that's if. okay. so they're hosing off the floor. Blood is flying into the drain. And I'm thinking to myself, self. If you were in charge of hunting and gathering, it would just be nuts and wheat for you for the rest of your life. There's just no way that I would. Prepping meat makes me want to throw up in my mouth. I took this enormous piece of meat, which I could picture on the side of an animal right, as they right. chiseled it out and watched the rest oh, yeah. of it fall Brisket into the drain. Brisket is, is very like torso length, human stomach looking. Yeah, you really start to feel like you butcher it something. I mean, even chicken, when they're like, yeah, put this fork at the end of the tendon and pull the tendon out of... But it's, uh, at that point, it's a su- it is super gross, but it's also a super fucking bird. Like, you don't look like a bird. When you're dealing with a big old piece of beef like that, you start picturing human anatomy. It's like very it's, disturbing. I don't know how surgeons could fucking eat. I don't... And do their job. Uh, like, I just... Point. The whole thing, I'm like... Something. It's, be it's very disturbing. And it was so big, I went to put it in a crock pot to leave it for it. six hours. And I was like, I know this is going to shrink to the size of a hockey puck. So <laughs> I need to, I, I don't know. I Let's wait two hours, flip it. I don't know. Like I, I put it through. But the secret to this awesome, awesome brisket, besides it spending six hours in its own filth and just being. The secret. The secret is you. Is me. Secret. It's the love that I put you into the secret. meat and the horror when I saw <laughs> how it how it died for me and for my family oh, to to enjoy God. this holiday. Another holiday of they came for us. We fought and we survived. Another, and now we survived. And now we ask why is tonight different from all other nights? Because I I it's left yeah. the house and there's brisket <laughs> that I made. That's why it's different. <laughs> Traditionally, the youngest human at the Seder 
asks what's known as the four questions, first of which being, why is tonight different than all other nights? And who made this brisket? And where the fuck did this brisket come from? Right. And unfortunately, although I've told you this story a couple of weeks ago, my daughter will not have her grandmother there to shock with her language. Uh, Someone sent, I shared the story of how my daughter was talking to my mother-in-law who said, the times are so different. Sweet, sweet girl. Times are so different. I, I using words I've never used before, and deadpan in the face. Mallory looks at my mother-in-law and says, "What? Like cunt?" <laughs> okay, so this week in the mail comes a candle Uh-oh. that has written on it "Live, Love, Laugh," which we all hate because that's a basic bitch phrase. And then it is crossed <laughs> out the "Live, Love, Laugh," and right below it, it says, "Don't be a cunt." And it was addressed to my daughter. It was not from grandma. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if my mother-in-law sent a cunt candle? Well, you know, she's connecting with the younger generation. Yeah. she. That's the first of the four questions that the youngest must ask. Can you imagine if my mother-in-law sent a cunt candle? Brian! Okay, I want to get back to this thing before I totally forgot. The funniest part of the whole damn trip. Super funny. Okay? I accidentally had, like, a fentanyl reaction overseas a fentanyl reaction yes 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 you may know this about me you may not i get a little bit of a sour stomach in cars i frequently will throw up in cars and that mostly is because i'm also drunk but i really do get car sick a lot and i get plane sick and you know it's it's motion sickness is what i get so i try to manage it as best i can i try not to be super annoyed but it's tough it's hard right so for this trip, I thought, now you're going to be driving through the hills of Tuscany from multiple wine tasting to wine tasting to wine tasting. That's a lot of, uh uh-oh, what are you going to do, right? Before we left, my wise and sage friend told me, you know, there's a prescription you can get for motion sickness. Not just because Dramamine is kind of, you can get an actual prescription. So I thought, great, I'm going to do it. Called the doctor. They ordered it, didn't even have to go in. I would go to pick it up. It's a patch. I hadn't heard about this. It turns out it's not even Dramamine. It's something called, we were making a joke, scopolamine. Like, I don't know what the fuck it is. It's something with a scopo in the front, right? And I thought, do I take it when I'm on the plane? Do I take it when I'm on the bullet train? Do I take it when I'm downtown? I had gone almost the whole trip and not taken it yet. And I thought, you know what? Claudio is driving us through the mountains, through the hills, through this goat country. It's difficult to get to. I'm going to fucking If ever I was going to yak, it's going to be yeah. in front of a yeah. yak. Yeah. So I, we were already one and a half wine tastings in, and I decided I'm going to pop this shit on. So it's a patch, a little tiny dot. So I stick it behind my ear. And what happened was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was super high. Really? crazy crazy high they took pictures of me because at one point somebody said like i was like having a hard time of walking high right and i thought what's now and they took a picture of my eyes and they were pin fucking dots because somebody said see if her eyes are dilated that'll show right and i and i pictured that my eyes would be totally black my eyes were the tiniest little pencil pin dot what you've ever seen. What the fuck was your stucking? So we, so we Googled it and said, what happened when you get this? And it's like, this is a reaction to opioid, fentanyl, 
heroin. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what is in that patch? I took it off. I took it off because I didn't know what really was happening. And but why was, was the doctor so quick to prescribe it, it to you without coming in? And time. I, it's just do not it, mix with alcohol. Do not oh, mix I with driving through the Tuscan that business. I didn't read any of that business. But I'm telling you, it was crazy. And I still have three of those patches left. If you want to hook up, I'm trying to tell you it was uh, the oh my god, it was insane. And then I come to find out, my same friend who told me about the patch had something called party patches that she'd been using all this time, which are these little vitamin patches that you put on and you don't get a hangover. And I'm oh, like, so it's like a banana bag, but in the patch form. I don't know about that, but she it said a party patch, and she would just go doink and stick it on her butt. And I thought, you know what? This whole time, I thought you just floated down from fucking heaven, and then everything about you is great, and you got the secret fancy patch that I don't have. I've got the heroin patch. So I was wrong. I, I went in the wrong patch direction, but hilarious. I will tell you because now you're curious. I will figure out and text you what I actually took, but... It was crazy. I mean, it was, you remember when I had some mistaken Arizona vitamins? The bad weed? Mean weed? When I I had mean weed? This was like happy, relaxed, drunk. And you have two more of them. I was, oh, God. I wonder if you could wear it for an hour, take it off, and wear it for an hour the next day. I don't know what happened, but something happened. Yeah, I need to know what was in that. I need to know what's going on. And I was was just going to give you the advice that in New Jersey, they are going through with legalizing weed and they will have dispensaries up in one month's time in Atlantic City. So that was what I was trying to. Oh, my God. And the shootings shall begin. Poor things. Oh, good Lord. No, no shootings. Weed people don't shoot. Really? Really? They're too busy chilling on a couch. They're too busy like elbow deep in cheese curls. Like, what are you talking about? Weed people are peaceful people. Except when they run out of weed. Then they go get more. Okay. Because it's available. Okay. I like it. I like it too. I like it. Let's do it. I like you. Dear listener, I'm sure over the next few weeks we are going to hear more wonderful stories, but... Now we say goodbye. <laughs> and now we're done. <laughs> we fight. <laughs> I'm absolutely going to go tell the story of and now we fight to Stuart's family and over dinner. As I my know. daughter yells cunt for no reason we whatsoever. Fight. Fantastic. I love it. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more, see more, maybe see more. If you want to get more information about Amy's trip and hopefully pictures, please find us on Instagram at Listen Brilliant, Twitter, Listen Brilliant, Brilliant Observations on Facebook, Brillob Squad as that elite group of I clicked here and it, it was accepted super me. Elite. Yeah. That's when you hear on the news and they're talking about the super elites, that's what they mean. That's who that's to whom they are referring. That's, that's where it is. We would yep. like you to write us of your stories, your patches of intoxication your information uh travel any advice you have for us any stories to share with amy brilliant observations at gmail.com we would be thrilled to hear from you the same way you're thrilled to hear from us we